Hello, hello, and welcome back to Two Can't Keep a Secret, your favorite Pretty Little Liars podcast. My name is Jay, and I am here today with my lovely, wonderful co-host, AJ Norris. AJ, I am so grateful for you this Thanksgiving season, even though by the time people are listening to this, Thanksgiving has come and passed <laughs> for today. Like, I would like to say, there's a non-zero chance this isn't even coming out in the year 2022. <laughs> there's a non-zero chance that this isn't even coming out. <laughs> And that's on us. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'm just happy to be here with you again, talking Pretty Little Liars with you. This is amazing. However, 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 I cannot bear the lead. This is hands down my favorite Caleb episode. I have nothing bad to say about that kid. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what I was thinking, which is, I'm so happy to be here with you. I am not happy to be talking about this episode. And you're like, no, I love Caleb. Like, like, I really feel like hell froze over because I was watching this show and I was like, oh my God, my heart. <laughs> I like this kid. This kid is it. <laughs> wow. Like, and it might That's just be this episode. Got your prediction right. I was like, did I get this correct? Because <laughs> it's been a minute since we podcast. <laughs> you know? I convinced you that he was an undercover cop because I convinced myself he was an undercover cop. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but then you were like, but what if he's, what if his mom is looking for him and wants to like meet up? <laughs> well damn AJ like just read the Wikipedia then don't don't do that I, I won't read Wikipedia like I feel like I am very much batting like 350 yeah Maya's a ghost see, see that's where the other 650 is but no like, this yeah. this episode I, I'll say this episode at times for struggles at and times as in 42 of, of the 43 and a half minutes <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's it's it was stunk, and I was not okay watching this. I was like, they just put this on like cable TV. It was, it was on, like kids prime enjoyed time this. TV. Oh, primetime TV. It was on primetime TV. It was like, like kids let enjoy. Me tell you, I remember going to someone else's house for Passover. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get me started on how we know these people because I am not a fan of them. But anyway. <laughs> This girl was trying to convince her mom that she should be allowed to watch Pretty Little Liars. And I remember the mom, even though I disagree with her on so many things, yes. but the mom was like, that's basically child. She's like, that's basically porn for children. And I'm not going to let you watch it. And I was like, you know what? Yes. Like, yeah. now that I'm an adult and not a high schooler, like it is. Yep. 100%. 100%. And like, that was back in season one that we were talking about it. And like, we're episode, what, nine of season two? And it's escalated. <laughs> I, like, like Jay, when I told you the first scene made me want to quit the show. <laughs> when this episode started, I was like, this better not be happening. This better be a dream. And thank God it was. So I'm just going to open up and we're going to start up. and say what it is because we're dancing around it. And I know we have some listeners who are just listening to the show and haven't listened to us and haven't gone back and watched the show. And God bless you. Like, bless you and your soul. I don't know how you're keeping up, but I'm glad you are. But also, like, thank you for protecting your peace. <laughs> Clearly, Jay does not care about mine. <laughs> no. 
can't have peace, neither can AJ. Um, so we're going to start this episode with, um, like I said, some porn. No, not, no. not literally, but like Software. as much porn as you can get away with on like ABC Family. And um, the episode starts with Ezra and Arya making out in bed. And like it's the classic like L-shaped cover thing where like you can see most of Ezra's body and he is not wearing clothes. And Arya's wearing some purple lingerie. And I'm like, I am uncomfortable with the energy that was created in this yeah. video. I was not okay. I was I was done. This was 30, this is not even 30 seconds in. This is the first second. Yeah. And so an alarm goes off and Ezra, who is like, let me say this again, like, I don't think the actor was wearing anything but underwear. Um, mm. So he leans over to stop the alarm. But the person who rolls back into bed to be with Arya is not Ezra, it's Jason. And they're about to kiss, but then Arya wakes up with her actual alarm going off. And I'm like, so we, we couldn't just stop with like one wet dream. We had to make this like a two for one. Like both grown men, nude in a bed with a little child. I do have to say, I was say. much happier to see Jason's shirtless torso than Ezra's shirtless torso because like just his body is just nicer <laughs> but that is all I will say I'm glad you were looking also, I was hiding my eyes 30. I was like the child I was like oh no I can't see this I can't look at this <laughs> but I'm like almost 30 so I can say that about a, a, a grown adult man fair, fair enough fair enough you can say that uh, and it's fine that Ari is having these dreams but why do I have to watch them like I think that's not an issue. Like I, I can't right, tell like, you the number times I've had dreams. Fine. I just don't want to see them. Yeah, like the number of times I had a dream about like a celebrity that was like an adult, but I was like a minor. I was like, sure. You're allowed to have a crush. It's the fact that she's acting on it in a way is with both of these adult men. No, it's not even that fat. Well, yes, it is that fat too. But it's the fact that both of those men are also acting on it. <laughs> and also that we, the audience, have to see it. Arya and we're supposed be showing up at breakfast with Hannah and being like, "Yo, I had a dream about our about Ezra and Jason last night." That's not what's happening. We're watching the dream. I, I was not here for this. I did not need to see this. Like, let me tell you something, Jay. A sentence being like, "Yeah, I dreamt I was kissing Jason or Ezra," was like, you know what? That's fine enough for me. I'm grossed out, but you know what? That's life. I did not need to see this. <laughs> well, it, it, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. This is say not it. the last time we're gonna visit this. Correct. <laughs> so, uh, let's go where I want to go after seeing a teenager's wet dream about two adult men. Right to the uh, morgue. <laughs> there. Valid. I was very proud of that. I like that. I like that. Because um, it kills me. So um, Emily and Hannah are also at the morgue. And they're wearing those like candy striper outfits that we saw mm -hmm. from the last episode. Which like... Yes. Just goes to show that, like, if you put on a uniform and have enough confidence, you can go pretty much anywhere. Because this is a small town hospital, and these two girls, one of which was just in the hospital, and the other yes. one is constantly in and out of the hospital, just put on the uniform, and they're like, "Lottie doll, we volunteer here now. Let's go to the morgue." <laughs> it reminds me of that lady uh, who pretended that she knew how to sign language and was just on uh, that TV sign language. You know, I can do you one better. What about one better. the person at Nelson Mandela's funeral <laughs> pretending to do sign language? Oh. <laughs> just mess. Just a mess. Like, 
like that happened. I watched that happen live while I was in Cape Town and the medic at the camp I was working at was like, what is that person saying? <laughs> I know sign language. Like my sister is deaf. Like, okay, thank you. Because I didn't want to say it didn't look like real sign language, but it does not look like real sign language. <laughs> and it turned out it wasn't. So, it was a know. mess. That's Kudos a, to me for my keen eye, I guess. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. It was bad. I believe um, it. My friend Disgusting. who I almost doxxed, uh, let's call him Michael, because that's his name he doesn't actually go by. Uh, so my friend Michael, one day, put on a black t-shirt and carried a clipboard around mm-hmm. and ended up walking onto a set that was filming in Atlanta. And he just like worked on the set all day for free, but he just like walked on set of the show that was filming because he was wearing like a black shirt and jeans and had a clipboard. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! I like and that. That's energy. essentially what Hannah and Emily are doing here in the morgue. <laughs> like I can't I, I, emphasize this enough. They're with dead people. I think you have to have like a certain level of security. Yeah. Because like when you're working around dead people, you're not being secure with like private information you probably have printed pages with their information on it because everyone else who's there is dead <laughs> um but yeah it's a mess. they're keeping an eye out for spencer because spencer's also there also in a candy server uniform and uh, she's looking for the missing page page five of allison's coroner's report here's my question did you really did she really think that she was going to find that missing page like in her heart of hearts um, I think that requires Spencer to think before she acts, and she only does that in terms of like, how will this affect me? It's a very selfish thinking before she acts. She doesn't think like, will I get what I want? She yeah. thinks, will I get in trouble, and how can I stay out of trouble while still getting what I want? Uh, it's gross. I, I, Spencer, I, I'm gonna be honest. Like, and she has no Jay, fear I, with these dead bodies either. I cannot deal with if this show makes me like Spencer again. I cannot go on this roller coaster. <laughs> I, I cannot do this journey. <laughs> Give me a single emotion and let me stick with it. <laughs> Homie, we got seven seasons of this shit. <laughs> and a couple and, spinoff series. And for the next five of those seasons, I better be like, man, Spencer sucks. <laughs> Good fucking luck. Do you think Spencer lasts all seven seasons? Yes. All four girls? Uh, I think all four girls will last seven seasons, but if someone was to die, I'd give it to Emily. Man, I believe in Emily. You want to kill her only queer. I said, and I say this multiple times. There is two people that A particularly hates. It is Emily and Hannah. <laughs> you're you're not wrong. <laughs> and if one of them had to go, I wouldn't want either of them to go because those two happen to be my favorite girls, but you don't talk about that. <laughs> All right, so, like you said, Paige is gone. Spencer can't find it. She tried the computer, but surprise, it has a password in the hospital. Oh my God, a password? Who would have thought? <laughs> Why like, would you have a password? She says it's password protected. You could just say there's a password. <laughs> she like, you're not a fucking liberation. hacker. You're not Caleb. Correct, correct. She's not. She is no Caleb. She has the smarts, but not the smarts. Do you think they're going to get Caleb involved in, like, trying to hack into the hospital? No. Okay. Well, that was one idea. Um, so, <laughs> like, 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 here's my thing. I think Caleb would straight up stay out of this. <laughs> you know, I don't blame him. 
Like, even if they approached him, he'd be like, oh. Yeah, I'm trying to keep my profile. Oh, we're good. I, I do enough on the side. Yeah, I got <laughs> other stuff going on. Yeah. I'm a little busy. It's okay. Um, but good luck, though. I- I'm rooting for you. Yeah, and so Spencer was like, Jason did this. And the other girls were like, yeah, I guess he did. Like, I'm like, he's sketched, but episode. I don't think he, like, like worked like, in the like, hospital and, like, still pages of their report. Is he sketchy? He just asked yes. to have it sealed, right? Like, he's a family member. Which is fair enough. But I think Spencer is just, like, a one-shot mind type person. Like, as soon as she's like, you know what? You are a bad person and you're doing the wrong, you can't change. And what happened to being suspicious of her dad? She's still suspicious of her dad. Yeah, but like she's like, it's my dad and Jason. She's honestly, Jay, she's suspicious of all men, and I'm like, fair. Which makes me like her. <laughs> like, Which, even Emily, like, is still like, mm, I should assume the best in people. I'm like, bitch, not the men. <laughs> Where'd that get you with Garrett? Where'd that get you with, with Ian? Assuming who's Garrett. That. Oh, the officer, Officer Garrett. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> AJ! I watched the show. I know this answer. I knew. I corrected myself. AJ! I'm pulling up my hair. <laughs> it was a lapse of judgment. I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry for the people who had to hear that. Primarily, Felipe, you probably have to hear that multiple times to edit it, but mostly to my cat, Vinny, who looks very concerned for me. It's okay. You should be concerned. Jay, watched this episode. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Just for this podcast. I've seen it other times, too. Oh, lordy, lordy. Okay. So, not only is there no page five, but the door to the elevator opens. Remember, Hannah and Emily are keeping watch. Yes. And Jenna walks out, and she's like, I can't wait until they remove the bandages. I, and I hope I can see the, the ocean again, because she's going to go to Cape May. And they're mm-hmm. like, what they don't say anything they're like jenna can hear us she can smell us like we're gonna be silent but like jenna's getting some eye surgery i i, I was not prepared for that i think that was wild like here's the thing right um tell me i'm correct incorrect i feel like it can't go through or won't go through because i think the defining which wait pause which is very disgusting it should not be this way but the defining factor of jenna is that she is the blind so yes and i wonder if this is to continue the will she tell on the girls thing Mm. because if she can see again but here's my thing jay they need to be told on (laughs) no i agree but like I think that I can see the writers of this show, given what mm-hmm. we know about them so far, mm-hmm. unblinding Jenna simply to cause more drama. Like, she's causing enough drama as her presence. She's on she the elevator. To, she does not need to see to be the drama. She does not. She is the drama. Wherever she, as long as those girls are around, she is the drama. And she knows it. She's not like, oh, am I the drama? She's like, no, I am the drama and I'm going to make it worse for you bitches. <laughs> she owns it. She really does. And Which is I'm, why I'm okay I love her and why Hannah slapped her. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Never forget. Uh, speaking of Hannah. What's happening at Hannah's house? Yeah, let's go to her house. So Emily opens up to Hannah in Hannah's 
house about how A is threatening her and holding secrets over her head. She's like, I'm never going to be able to swim again because A is going to expose the fact that I had steroids in, in my system because of what A did, mm-hmm. aka putting steroids in my medicine. Yes. Um, and A is going to like expose me. I'm never going to be able to swim again. I'm never going to be able to go to Danby. And like this whole thing mm-hmm. is going to like open up on me. And I'm like, well, you did create this this can of worms but you know you have tried to back out of it several times blah 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 mm-hmm. but then emily gets a text from a what did a say to her well it's a co- it's a picture of the lab results saying mm-hmm. that she had steroids in her system and mm-hmm. it says i own you welcome to blackmail i disagree you know what i don't like that though <laughs> i don't like that i like um, I like that person on that one show that was just like, you're not going to blackmail me. I'm going to let my uh, ish fly in now. It. <laughs> what show was that? I forgot, but it was fun. She okay. was a fun character. You're like, I welcome <laughs> this happen. I can't tell you any details, but I love that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was, a good th- it was a good time. I wish you were there. I wish you were there so you knew what I was talking about. <laughs> me too. Um, yeah. But so here's the thing. Yes. I do not like when A blackmails the girls because A makes them do really awful things for the people in their lives. Yes. But it has proven to be very effective with this group, particularly Hannah. Yes, it like like the blackmail is very effective. However, however, however. So like A knows their audience. Like you it don't matter if you know their your audience. What about me as your audience member? As watching the TV. It always makes me feel gross. I don't think there's been a single blackmail time where I was like, oh, this was a fun type of drama. Like, I always felt like this was a gross and I did not want to watch it. Oh, I always feel like it's gross. And I'm like, but it's smart if you want to, like, make these girls do horrible things, which it seems to be what A wants to do. I almost wonder if A doesn't want to do horrible things, but A wants the girls to prove that they're horrible people because they were friends with Allie, so they will continue to do horrible things. Listen. I, I, I'll say this. They are horrible people for uh, multiple reasons. Uh. Even Emily? Okay, I guess not. Okay, fair. You got me there. <laughs> Valid. Which is why it's twisted that she's targeted. She's the nicest of the bunch. <laughs> she's the purest of all of them. I know. But and, he's gonna Maybe that's me. why she's the easiest target. Um, And Emily is very upset. I would be too. Like you, you, you're talking about you owe me. I don't know who you are. Like you're this random, random person. Like that's just hiding around in the shadows, being like, I did this, that, and the other. Like trying to act all tough and bad. Let me tell you something. You ain't tough or bad. You're hiding behind a letter. Yeah. <laughs> Although A is the reason that Emily went to the hospital, and now is blackmailing Emily about whatever they did. Listen, I'll about to the person who sent me to my deathbed. I'm, I'm fine with that. Emily's also going to go to school and tell Aria about this. And Aria's like, we can't be intimidated by A. Kind of like you were saying, like, A is hiding behind a letter. What can A really do? Meanwhile, A has sent two of them to the hospital, plus Melissa. <laughs> and killed Ian. <laughs> but whatever. Aria's like, Okay, that. so Jay, when you put it like that. <laughs> I mean, Damn. I'm just saying. But Aria's like, fuck that. And Jason walks in the hallway and like gives like a 
flirty smile to Arya. And she's like, uh, hi, awkward. And Emily's like, why the hell is he here? And Arya's like, well, he's helping some kids so they don't end up in juvie, whatever. Anyway, I had a wet dream about him last night. And I'm concerned because I thought I had to think for Ezra, but now I'm having wet dreams about Jason. And Emily's like, I'm being blackmailed. <laughs> like, no, like, genuinely, like, these girls are like, man, our lives are falling apart. This is happening. This is happening. My life could be in danger. Or it's like, I'm having boy problems. <laughs> and let me tell you, like, this is what gave rise to the Arya knows something, like, is involved with A in some way mm-hmm. series back when this was first airing. Because, like, all these other girl, all the other girls are like, let me find out what happened to Allie. Let me, <laughs> let me, like, get out of this blackmail situation. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents might be together, but they're all, but my dad is also getting married in six weeks. Um, you yeah. know, all these other things. Arya's brother is go is like in and out of like jail, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, her parents' marriage is like on the rock slash they're getting back together and she's like i had wet dreams <laughs> which like arguably is the most normal teenage experience out of all of this correct come but but she hasn't but like she has no concern for her friends or her family and when she no. is concerned about mike her brother it's really like as soon as jason shows up her concern for her brother seems to go away it really it really does like, like, uh, I know this is not what she meant by the comment, but um, like later on in the episode, she sees Jason and he's like, yeah, I worry about your brother. And she was like, I know you are too. She was like, that's like a week ago. <laughs> like, actually, like anytime that Arya is asked to express concern for other people, she's like, but how does it impact me? And like, not in a, <laughs> not in a Spencer way where Spencer is like, how am I going to get in trouble for this? Mm-hmm. Like, and like Spencer has a reason to worry about that kind of thing because like she does things that are self-destructive and so like she understands mm-hmm. that her own actions are going to come back to bite her. Correct. But Arya's like, how is this going to impact me and my sex life? <laughs> and like, Discussing. that's fine. But like your friends are being blackmailed to the yeah. point where like one of them got hit and run over by a car. One of them uh, had u- developed ulcers from steroids and may not be able to swim again on mm-hmm. the same level. Another one of your your uh, friends thinks their father or their next door neighbor might be a murderer and had a murderer living with their sister. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, but I want to fuck my teacher and also that maybe murderer neighbor of your Spencer. <laughs> and some people were like, obviously, like she's not worried enough about what A is doing. So if she's not worried about A, she must know that A is not coming for her. But, but like here's the thing, right? A is like not coming for her. Right, that's what I'm saying. And like if A isn't coming for her, is mm-hmm. she connected to A in any way? That's that a good question. The, and that was the theory that came up when this was originally airing. I think that's I think that's a fair theory, a fair thing to question. Uh, it would add a little spice to the character of Arya, and you know, I like a little spice. Listen, she is so bland. That, like, <laughs> raw chicken doesn't even be like she's not even fucking tofu because you can do something with tofu <laughs> not even flour because you can make bread out of just water and flour yes like what is she dry cement like just flat and hard all the time 
I don't understand. I don't get her. I don't, I don't get her purpose. Like, honestly. So she has to be, like, there has to be something more to her is what people were saying. Here's the, here's the issue, Jay. There does not. There actively does not have to be something more to her. She could just be. She could, but, like, what would the point of her having so much screen time be then? Uh, her name's Lucy Hill. And? Lucy like, Hill was I, nothing, like, she didn't, she didn't really have a name or, like, a oh. screen presence before this as far as I know. I would say, like, I think, well, I guess I knew Shane Mitchell, but, like, Lucy Hill was the only actress I knew from the show. Right, but I, I mean, like, before this, what else was she in? Like, How, how I Met Your Mother? I don't know. I can't Google it. I don't want to be spoiled on anything. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> but like, 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 she was clearly like the main character, the main draw. Yeah. So, so I, I, I don't get it. I, I think she could have been more fun. I think Arya is a, I think by the end of the series, I can call this um, probably nine episodes into the first season is a um, failure of a character. That's fair. She had been in like an episode of Ned's Declassified, an episode of Drake and no, Josh. No. Two episodes of How I Met Your Mother. No. Um, Wizards of Waverly really Place, she was in two episodes. No. Really, she wasn't in anything substantial until Pretty Little Liars. Interesting. Okay, then. My, my theory's out the walls. I mean, it's, as far as movies go, she was in the second Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Huh. And she was in Fear Island and Scream 4. But Scream 4 was after Pretty Little Liars. Well, dang. And she was only in, like, the very beginning in a cameo. They really did. I guess this really did catapult her career to, um... And even afterwards, she's... she's, like, she hasn't been in anything great, you know what I mean? Like, like she's, correct, she's been in nothing great. But like nothing that's made it like super big. She's just like is everywhere. Correct. She she is there. So uh I think styes. I think styes. Yeah. So Hannah's gonna we're gonna go to lunch and Hannah's gonna sit with her friends and we see that Jenna is nearby and they're kind of like talking about like, do we really think she's gonna get her eyesight back? And then Spencer comes in and she's like, Toby uh filled me in. Uh, on everything jenna is a is a candidate for a prosthetic cornea transplants which means that mm-hmm. yeah she might be able to see again can't think something wild about toby yeah like this was his comp- that was his con- whole entire contribution to the episode was mm-hmm. the fact that spencer talked to him off screen and i'm fine with that <laughs> listen i love toby when he gave us something yeah (laughs) but like all he does is sulk on screen now and i'm like i don't like it yeah yeah like he's not even like yes boy give us nothing it like he's like (laughs) giving nothing like truly he got like a worse haircut (laughs) listen when you go to supercuts you don't always get what you like Yeah, but his seems like he got it to, like, because Spencer was like, you should get this haircut. And he's like, yeah, I should. <laughs> like, if you'll make out with me, sure. Like, honestly, you show me attention and I want more. Right. And it's like, boy, just because she's not your stepsister. <laughs> Great point. So at home, Spencer is going to start walking across her lawn and she decides, hey, while I'm here, I might as well spy on Jason. Wait, was it weird that I was out on her doing this? 
it was like it didn't give us anything like i just don't like the idea of her snooping and i get that's what you do when you're like detectivizing but also he's your next door neighbor you don't need to snoop yes i agree with that sentiment too <laughs> like i don't mind her finding out information but like she doesn't need to snoop and all that she sees is a gardener is about to go inside a door and jason's like don't do that and then he uh puts a key on top of the shed door and it's like oh so he he said don't go in that door and it's like there are plenty of reasons why jason might be like hey don't go in there correct right there, there is plenty of reasons but because it's jason de Laurentiis, um spencer's like this is nefarious um things come but my question is which is irrelevant to this is it just me or does it seem like and it could be just the lighting and the scenery but the longer jason's in this house the more rundown it looks yeah this, okay good yeah, it, it looks more like like months have gone by every single episode and it's like just been two days <laughs> i thought i thought that was wild it's like he wants his house to look haunted which if that's your aesthetic go for it but boy that's no, not don't aesthetic. go for it you're gonna ruin the property values of everyone around you <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> we gotta think of others you gotta think of veronica oh especially veronica yeah yeah like what if veronica wants to move one day honestly i'll do anything for veronica <laughs> i know veronica speaking of mills like like i like let me tell you something today one of these days, Veronica's going to do something terrible on screen. I'm like, nope. that woman could do no, no wrong. She, she can't. <laughs> that was, like, I, I'm on her side. I don't care. <laughs> she going to slap her daughter. <laughs> like, okay, it's Spencer. <laughs> ah, that's fun. Uh, what was next? Okay, so we're going to go to Emily and Hannah's. So Samara is dropping off some chocolate chip cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And she kisses Emily. And Ashley happens to walk in. And Samara's like, actually, hey, uh, I was actually just about to go. Um, by the way, Emily, um, I think it was Quinn's place, like, fell through. Uh, so we can't have our game night there. You were going to say something. Uh, I-, I just love that she gave her a treat. I was like, uh, Samara being um, potentially girlfriend goals. And, like, not a cupcake. Like, cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, uh... I- Always wanted to, to eavesdrop. Ashley's like, why don't you just have your game night here? Um, yeah, I was like, uh, Ashley, you don't know this girl. <laughs> and know. also, like, Ashley, like, Emily's not used to the whole, like, you can be popular mm-hmm. as long as, like, you can, you can do what you want as long as you're popular thing. She's, like, used to the, like, don't be goth thing. <laughs> don't be goth you know what that's where that was those are those are the fields household rules and there that, are that no was... rules at hannah's house except for don't let your significant other be in your room with you alone which is wild considering i think the last time that people that she did not know into her home all the money she stole was stolen <laughs> yes also that and also like, like yeah are you telling me she never let sean and hannah have be in the room be in a room by themselves I think so, but I think she knew Sean. <laughs> she was like, you know what? She's like, Sean, you're never going to have sex. So, <laughs> period. Point blank, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so, Emily is like caught off guard. She's like, Ex- wait, really? Yeah. I can have friends over? And Ash is like, just don't fuck. And like, <laughs> okay. 
wow, I've never been accepted by a mom before. No, but really, like, I was like, man, this is the stuffest I wanted from Pam. <laughs> like, yeah, and like, also, like, come on, Emily, acknowledge that your mom is trying. She's literally letting you stay at Hannah's house. She is trying. <laughs> like, your mom is giving you a lot of leeway here. Well, like, okay, so here's the difference, right? Like, no, I, I get think- it. I get it. I just want to say, like, to be like, wow, my mom is, my mom has never been like this. It's like, yes, but your mom is also letting you live at your friend's house for months. No, no, but my thing was like, Ashley still was like, I don't get it, but like, I'm here. Like, like, yeah. she, like, I feel like this, this thing that she made, I was like, okay, she don't know what she's doing. She openly admits she don't get it and she don't know what she's doing, but she likes her and wants her. Cool. I was like, oh, Ashley. Yeah, like totally. And I was like, I was okay. like, this ain't even your child. <laughs> Right, and like you don't even know these friends. Like when like, Hannah had friends over, you know Mona, you know Sean, you know Noel. And guess what? She, she reacted accordingly to each person. <laughs> She's like, I know, I know these people, and I know how they act. And I think that's how you need to be with everyone that's in here. Like, I think she needs to have like a thorough background check on every person who's going into the house. Um, and then she needs um references from all of them. Like yeah. everyone has to have at least three. Yeah. And honestly, the reference, if they're not valid enough, I will request another. <laughs> but she's like, no, just ha- they can come over, just don't fuck. Fair enough. Okay. Y- you know who that rule should also apply to, though? Hannah? Well, yeah, and... Are you? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna go over to Ezra's office, and Arya oh, knocks on the door, and she opens the door, and she's like, hey, handsome, and I wanted to vomit! <laughs> Jay, this was the most cringe scene. This, <laughs> Maybe. Like, and I want to be real. I couldn't tell if this was a dream sequence or not. It's not. You, you know how I know it's not? This was the most flimsy, stiff shit I've ever seen. <laughs> but, like, it could, like, it was to the level of, like, this could be a dream. And it was more explicit than the dream. But it turns out it was actually happening. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, Like, you know when, like, you first hear that there's a thing called porn? Yes. And you hear a description of what a quote-unquote plot line might be. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, a girl shows up at a professor's office and is like, hey, and then strips and gives him a lap dance? Yeah. You're like, okay, like, that's not, like, there has to be a little more plot there, right? Incorrect. Well, that's exactly what happened in this in this scene. Beat per beat. <laughs> and and it's just like as everything's happening, you're like, she's gonna wake up now, right? Like an alarm's gonna go off now, right? Like she's at his office at the community college where her father works. Her daddy works there. Where, her whole last um, We're not saying that word. Mm-mm. No, sir. What, what what word? You know what word? I'm confused. What word would I ask you not to say given the content of this scene? Her whole ass that oh my bad. Her whole ass father was there. Father? <laughs> yeah, her whole ass father. Maybe we should stop with the explicit language just for this scene. <laughs> and also Jackie works there, who's already on to them. We don't get enough Jackie. We do not get enough Jackie. Also, 
anyone could the, the office doesn't lock like he says like the office doesn't lock and she puts the chair in front of the door I'm like Argh. right but like the window is still there yes like absolutely no point was any of this a good idea even if they were both consenting adults of age i agree and the issue is neither one of them is not a consenting adult of age and ezra like he is like like i cannot repeat the words that he says in this scene because it makes me feel dirty cool i'm the least sexual person i know fair enough and he's just like Oh, I'm getting hot and bothered. Oh, like I have class in 15 minutes and I can't focus on that with you looking like that. Well, and I'm like, I, the whole time I was like, I would like to die. I crave <laughs> death. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. I think that's valid. Like, do you have anything to add about this scene other than like they, they almost fucked? I'm being bugged with you. I'm at the time I thought they implied they did and I was not okay. I feel like if they did, we would get some conversation with Arya and her friends about how she lost her virginity. Yeah, I don't think they did. Comma, but... Uh, but it's I, like, I, if like if he didn't have class in 15 minutes, they would have. Yeah. Right there in his goddamn office. And, and sir, just risking it all for a child. <laughs> I want to let you know that I'm considering asking you to pause this podcast so I can go vomit. <laughs> but I have self-control, unlike Arya and Ezra. Like it's gross. It's gross. So we're supposed to believe that Ezra has self-control because he says, "I have class in fifteen minutes." And then the fifteen-year-old is like, "But stay." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> but also, like, if you had self-control, you wouldn't have engaged in this relationship to begin with. I agree with that sentiment. And so, like, he's lost that right of assuming goodwill a long time ago. Moving on. So, we're going to go to nighttime. And Spencer's going to call Hannah and be like, yo, Jason's up to some sketchy shit. But then uh, Hannah notices, wait a second. That guy that was talking to Caleb, he's talking to Caleb now. And it turns out that the man is mm-hmm. a private investigator who was hired by Caleb's biological mom to track him down, and they have a whole conversation about it. I, th- I, I expected this to go worse for Hannah, I'll be honest. I, I expected him to be like upset with her, but he wasn't. No, he was like, listen, like I get why you're looking out for me, but like I got this under control. And Hannah's like, yeah, remember last time you said that? And you ran away? And he's like, no, for real this time? Like, mm-hmm. let me talk to this guy. This is for my own good. Which, I, I agree. It is for his own good. But, but we'll get more to that at the end of the episode. Towards the end of the episode. Correct, 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 correct. Because right now, but it's we time got to some bad behavior. Jay, I'm going to be buck with you. I was not expecting gambling this episode. Why not? I, I I just we have sex, we have children. <laughs> Why not have children gambling and also talking about sex? I was shook. I was not prepared for that. Because okay, okay. uh, at Hannah's, Hannah's not home. Ashley's not home, but it's at Hannah's house. 
And Emily is playing poker with Samara and her friends. So we have Samara, Emily, Mm -hmm. Quinn, Bianca, and Zoe. Yes, Yes. I wrote down their names. I respect that. I did not. And Emily... I I did write down two of their names, but that's for later issues. Right, right. And, like, they're the relevant ones. Bianca barely played a role. Um, Paul, shout out to Bianca for being stable. Yeah, she's like, (laughs) I am here to eat cupcakes and kick ass. (laughs) Baby. (laughs) And it turns out that they're all out of cupcakes. Because Emily (laughs) helps Zoe win. And then she's like, hey, come get some cupcakes with me. And A texts Emily and threatens her and basically A says, if Zoe leaves without your digits, your lab results go viral. And I was like, is this a pun? And then I realized that she didn't have a virus. She had steroids. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, A, being funny. Like that would be my favorite line if it was a virus, like a virus thing. Fair enough. Like if Uh... it was like, Emily is patient zero for COVID. I'd be like, damn. <laughs> Jay, stop trying to make A funny. Listen, I think A has a good sense of humor. Sometimes. I think A can have a good sense of humor. Yes. Yeah, but I'm giving benefit of the doubt because unlike I refuse. Unlike Ezra. Fair. A like, has fair a lot enough. of that privilege. Does Ezra ever have that privilege? Not yeah. A, Ezra. Yeah, when he didn't know that Arya was his student. The second he found out, he lost that privilege. So, so Okay, so he didn't have it long, but... Yeah. I what? mean, remember when we didn't know who he was? <laughs> then I had to <laughs> think, okay, like, this man has a chance. But here, here's my thing. I felt like this was not that bad of a... I feel Black like there's a, thing to there's, do. Yeah, there's like, a I think there's many outs um, M could take here. Oh, 100%. Like, a lot. Like, so many. Like, too many to count. Give me, give me a few. Give me a few? Yeah. A few scenarios. Uh, she gets everybody's number. <laughs> She's like, oh, hey, <laughs> fam. I, I, I like this. I like y'all. I want to hang out more. Here's my number. Give it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very or she could just say like hey zoe like i'd love to be your friend like i like that we both like cupcakes like that was another thing i was like find something zoe said in particular like ooh, i want to know more about that here's my number yeah or be like hey here's my number in case you left something at my place yo i'm going to give you my number make sure you um contact me when you get home so i know you made it safe so many <laughs> and Emily sitting there like oh my god I have to I have to make out with her or something and I'm like no you don't no be normal go outside <laughs> catch some grass be normal yeah and she's just way in her head about this very um, much but but if there was someone who would get in their head about this it would be Emily I mean yeah 100% so fair enough, so fair enough. Um, Emily needs a coach. Emily needs a coach at her at all times. Be like, yo. Do you want to play through the rest of the party storyline? Oh, sure, 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 sure. So after the game, Samara heads home because uh, she has a curfew. And before Zoe leaves, Emily gives uh, Zoe her phone number. And uh, Zoe turns to leave and is like kind of awkward. And Emily sees Quinn, and Quinn's giving her a look. And, and let me tell you something, Jay. I never hated the qu- character so quickly. 
I was like, screw you. I called her red-headed nosy lady in my notes. But Quinn is also the one that like was offering to sit in Samara's lap, right? Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. So like later when Samara comes over and demands an explanation of Emily and she's like, I thought you were interested in me. Why are you getting my phone's number? Why are you hitting on my friends? And Emily's like, I did it because I wanted to hang out with your friends. I didn't mean anything by that. And Samara's like still angry. I'm like, okay, but Samara, you're the one that said that if Emily didn't want something exclusive, you were gonna you were gonna be with other people. So why are Correct. you mad that now Emily is acting the same way you were acting? Uh and I I think um Emily did not do herself any favors because she did ignore um Samara's calls when she tried to um answer her the first time because she was nervous and stuff. Kyle, but let me tell you something, Jay. Giving your phone number to someone is not the sketchiest thing you could do, in my humble opinion. Correct. Like, 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 I, like, I, I've always viewed Samara as a very level-headed person. I felt like this was like, uh, the action did not equate to the res, um reaction <laughs> of Samara. Yeah. Like, it, which, which made me think, yo, this Quinn lady, this Quinn girl, mm-hmm. she, she embellished this. She's like, uh, I don't like 100%. Emily. I, I don't, I don't like Emily with her, with Samara. Uh, I'm gonna cut this off. Thank you for finding my um. <laughs> but also, Quinn was the one that was like, "I'm gonna sit in your lap," like yeah. at the fashion show, and it's like, Samara also needs to like stop and realize that if she's gonna see other people, Emily also has that right. Like, it, it was the issue. And like, what's like, the problem that it's also one of your friends? Like, you're the one that inter- like, if you don't want your friends flirting with yeah. your somewhat girlfriend don't introduce them i agree like if you don't want them to have a relationship apart from you don't introduce them i think that's a fair statement like there's a reason why like i don't introduce my parents to my podcast friends because i don't want my parents to know my podcast friends oh that's nice <laughs> and i don't want my parents my friends my podcast friends to have to deal with my parents so i don't introduce y'all you know like it's not anything sinister it's just like i want to set boundaries in my life so i do <laughs> now if my parents happen to meet aj somewhere and they happen to learn that aj is my podcast friend great awesome that happened naturally but yes. i like i'm not going to be the person who introduces and starts a situation because i set that boundary and i understand <laughs> that they're teenagers but i'm like also like samara started this shit that's all i have to say yes quinn finished it but Samara, Samara opened the door. Like, like I really need Samara and M to just sit down and be like, "This is where we are." I, I need them to define the relationship. What is this relationship we have right now? E-P-R. <laughs> and be like, "This is what is okay. This is not what is okay." Because obviously, we've both been pissed off on actions we've done. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I don't know. I'm I'm not saying. If Samara came, out, came at me like that, that would have been a turn off, but that would have been a turn off for me. <laughs> the way that she came at me. I was like... Yeah. But but listen, me and Emily are different beast. <laughs> yeah, so that seems to be where we leave things for this episode for, with those two. Mm, 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 mm. Em, em, Emily's in sulk mode for this episode. Well, like, low-key in sulk mode. Because yeah. I think Samara was like, uh, how's she in this? Like, I can't do this with you. Right, she's like, I can't, I can't take this anymore. Like, I can't deal with you. Like, Wait, fuzz, which I was like... What did Emily do wrong to you? Like, <laughs> Emily to... shared her phone number, and even if she was flirting, like, again, you started it. Yeah. 
Um, but, but like, but like the way it seemed like, 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 okay, this was like the last draw, Emily. But I was like, Emily. Emily literally has done nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, Let me tell you what Emily's been doing: laying in a hospital bed. Correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, the next. So we also, in the meantime, Arya has another wet dream with Jason about Jason and, and Ezra. We don't even talk about this. She wakes <laughs> up to the sound of the doorbell. Uh, we don't find out who it is, but the doorbell wakes her up. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, Hannah and Caleb. They decide to look up Claudia Dawson, who is Caleb's Ooh, pause. mom. Wait, I think we skipped uh, Spencer and her mom. We did. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to rewind. <laughs> uh, Spencer talks to her mom about the hockey stick, and she's like, yes. Listen, like, I don't know what to do because dad doesn't believe me. And I'm really scared that he's hiding something. Mm-hmm. And Spencer's mom is like, we have been through a lot, a lot, a lot in the past couple months. Yes. I'm going to stick by what your father says. And, and and Spencer's like, maybe Ian wasn't the one trying to frame me. And Veronica's like, and he did try to kill you. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. So like let's take a take a break. Let's rewind that and think. Even if he wasn't trying to frame you, he was not a good guy. He is now Correct. dead. Yes. So why do we have to keep digging? I think that's a great question. Like Veronica's like, I don't trust the the dealer and his family. Uh and I don't like them. You don't have to like them either. But what we're not gonna do. Mm-hmm. Just keep digging into something when, like, we, like, even if it's not the right answer, we have an answer. And, yes. like, let me have some peace of mind for one goddamn minute. And I'm like, okay, Veronica, like, I get it. Like, and, and I don't think it worked this episode. I think, for the most part, Veronica is the main person that I can see, like, just talking Spencer down out of the stuff. Like, she, yeah. she knows how to placate her daughter. And, right. Uh, pause when she wants to. Sometimes she had nothing, just like, mm, I'm not doing this right now. But also, like, I don't know if I was raising Spencer, there would be some times where I'm like, listen, I cannot deal with this. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I think is valid. Uh, but like, there's one thing I find interesting because like Spencer does not trust Jason with any bone in her body. She, there, there's something about that man, she hates that man. Mm-hmm. But the fact that her dad dislikes that man <laughs> is like weird to her and like a red flag for some reason. And she's yeah. like, why doesn't he like her? Why does he? And mom's like, listen, they're not trustworthy. Why why are you why are you why is this issue? I'm confused. <laughs> like, I'm confused why Spencer is like, this is the red flag. Because Spencer's like the main one being the drum that Jason's the third person. Yeah. yeah. But that's just my thoughts. I love Veronica. I think she provides a voice of reason. I think she yes. knows how her daughter works. All everything you just said. Um I legit also typed in my meantime, notes, Veronica, the voice of reason of the show. <laughs> yeah. Also, in the meantime, Emily's going to ask her advice and ask Arya for advice. And Arya's going to ask Emily for advice. She tries to be a little spontaneous with Ezra, brings him takeout. He's like, whoa, why are you being so nice all of a sudden? And she's just like, because I love you. And it's like, Ugh, I want to vomit. Pause. It was not takeout. That was, <laughs> it was legit um the best takeout from the video machines in, on the campus okay i was trying to 
doomed through it. I'm sorry. No, but that was so, no, but I'm not saying this show does not make me laugh often. We'll pause. Unless Hannah Armand is on the screen, this show does not make me laugh often. On purpose. <laughs> Correct. And that legit got a laugh out of me. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yes. Um, so yeah, Hannah and Caleb, they're gonna look up Claudia, who is Caleb's mom. And it turns yeah. out that he has two half siblings. And that his mom lives in California in a pretty nice neighborhood called Montecito. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, wow, she has a whole life apart from me. Why does she want anything to do with me now? Yes. And Hannah's like, I don't know, but the fact that she wants to have, or like wants to reach out to you means that, you know, if you want to reach out to her, like she's ready for that. Maybe she needed time. Maybe she needed space. And Hannah's actually pretty good in this conversation. Oh, she's really good in this conversation. Which shocked Uh, me. The emotional intelligence coming from Hannah. uh, And pause. I I do not believe this is the same thing at all. But especially when she's going through her dad. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> but well, she, but she is like legit uh calming him down reassuring him um in this um situate in this conversation and it really could be anything at this point in time and I, and it's, she's also like not evaluating his feelings either <laughs> right she's like you have every reason to never want to call this woman and yeah. if you do i'm gonna be here for you either way yes <laughs> like, dang hannah <laughs> okay hannah like it's not just that you find him weirdly hot. It's the fact that, like, you genuinely care about his well-being. Mm-hmm. The problem is, does she care about his well-being over her own? Can I tell you my problem? Mm-hmm. I think the answer might be yes. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> which, which, uh... I think Hannah often puts everyone else above her own well-being. Which I leads see, yeah. her to having these blow-ups. Yes, I agree. <laughs> which it hurts I want, I want the best for our girl uh, yeah. but she, she, she's not um, on the most solid ground right now um, with what's going through her emotional life with her parents um, the fact that she's been left by um, her boyfriend before the fact that there's this person that's torturing her um, that she don't even know about and cannot even retaliate against like she's going through a lot yeah, she's going through a lot right now and she's just Pouring it, she's letting, she's just pouring all her emotional energy into Caleb, and you know you're not mad at it. I'm not upset with it because she's handling this right right now. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ella is on the phone at the yes. Montgomery House with Mike's guidance counselor, and basically she says Mike's going to be staying home for the next couple of days. And Byron overhears, and he is very upset. Because he thinks that Mike should be forced to return to school because he needs some stability. He can't just get what he wants. And obviously he's acting out because he doesn't want to be in school. I'd like to say real quick. Uh, and I could be incorrect. I'm young. I don't have a child. Um, not planning on having one anytime soon. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like as a parent, I get it. I'm one toss. I feel like my style will be a lot more uh, Byron, because every time he says something, I'm like, I'm on this man's side. This man's speaking fast. This man's spitting. <laughs> I think I would also want the same end solution he wants, but I think I would approach it a little differently because he's like, he's acting out because he doesn't want to go to school. And I think my thing would be like, he needs to be in school because he needs to have as much structure as he can 
mm-hmm. and as many potential adults that he can reach out to as he can, mm-hmm. other than just me and Ella. Yeah, because but uh, he, his thing is like he wants to be out of school, which I don't think is the case here. No, no, I I agree. Uh, especially what I see in this uh, later on in this scene, I'm like, oh, this kid needs help. <laughs> this kid, this kid is not okay right now. Yeah. Uh, but continue. Yeah. So, um, Ella's like, it doesn't matter if he's at home or if he's at school. Either way, he's completely zoned out. He doesn't want to do anything. He isn't going to do anything. He's just an empty shell, basically. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to alienate him by making him, by like forcing him to like go to the guidance counselor or go to school or whatever. Like, it's not going to work. And Byron is like, okay, well, then I'm going to talk to him. And he forces his way upstairs, bangs on Mike's door. Uh, and then we find we see Mike, and he's laying in his bed, completely just emotionless. He unlocks the door. Hmm. And Byron's like, you need to get up. You need to get, like, get dressed. And Mike is just completely despondent. Mm-hmm. Um. And I want to put a warning here about mental health, depression, and potentially suicide, suicidal ideation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just share a story really quickly. Um, also, when I was in South Africa, um, yeah. there was about 48 hours where I got a really bad bout of depression. Mm-hmm. And it was out of nowhere. I was taking my medication. Uh, it wasn't that I was missing home. It might have been exhaustion because I was working at a summer camp. And so like, it was just long hours. Like I probably slept like three hours a night, which, you know, I was 19 years old. So like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, I wasn't getting three hours a night because I was doing hard labor. Like I was like talking with friends. Yes. Um, but like, I was completely despondent and people were very worried about me and I as much as I wanted to answer wanted to talk wanted to do things I physically could not bring myself to do it and Mm -hmm. emotionally it just felt so draining like exhaustion isn't the right word for it because it wasn't that my body was physically tired but Mm -hmm. like emotionally there was just nothing in me and you know there's still points in my life where like for 24 hours or so, I might get that way. Yeah. And it can be really, really scary. And we hear from Byron, I think a little later in this episode, I'm just going to go ahead and like spoil it a little bit. But later in the episode, uh, Byron is setting the table for dinner and we hear that his brother Mm -hmm. Scott acted a lot like Mike when he was younger. Um, Mm -hmm. And Ella says, but things are going to be different for for Mike and it's implied that maybe Scott had a mental health issue um that maybe Mm -hmm. he died by suicide Mm -hmm. um we never really get confirmation but I don't think it really matters either way Byron this situation where Mike just is not responding and he sees his son that way Mm -hmm. helps him realize that like his son really does need an intervention of some kind I'm not talking like you know people coming over and like telling him he's loved or whatever like he really needs support needs someone who can come in and work with his son whether that's him or someone else Mm -hmm. and I think that's like the fact that we see Byron 
change in that way and within one episode be like no my son needs help and I want to be there for him whatever my son needs I am there and I want to help him Mm -hmm. like if you are in a situation like Mike or if you know someone who is like find find somebody who can be that Byron who is like whether it means you're getting up and going to school or you're getting up and we're going to find some someone or something that helps Mm -hmm. there is support out there there is help out there and I don't know if I'm just talking in circles here but like essentially like my respect for Byron went through the roof on this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, I wish we got to know more about Byron's backstory. Because, like, legit, this came out of left field. I did not know, I did not know he even had a brother. I didn't know what, what happened with Scott. Uh, what, what you said implied is what I took from it. Uh, I didn't like uh, when Byron brought it up. Ella's, Ella's response was like, no, Mike is not Scott. <laughs> That's... <laughs> And, yeah, I feel like that's. I fear that is like downplaying what c- could be going on with your son, and with that mindset, you might not be reaching out for the proper help that your son currently needs at this point in time, which could take him down the wrong path. I agree, and I think, you know, mm-hmm. a better response might be like, and, mm-hmm. like, we have both learned what's what might have helped Scott like we Mm -hmm. like our family is not necessarily in the same situation your family was in Mm -hmm. um and like it's true that Mike is not Scott and at the same time like you know we talk about mental health and a lot of times specifically minority communities come up which is important and Mm -hmm. mental health and minority communities is very important and Mm -hmm as is relevant to this show, which is why I'm bringing it up in this way, white, cis, straight males mm-hmm. have the highest rate of suicide in the United States. And mm-hmm. to dismiss it as Mike is not Scott. Yes. They're both, I assume, in that, in that category. Yeah. <laughs> which means that they're both at high risk for suicide if they're expressing these symptoms. Yes. Um. And so, I mean, it's not, again, I don't want to say that everyone expressing these symptoms is exactly the same, but if you're seeing the same risk factors yes, and you don't do anything to intervene, Mike might become Scott. Yeah. Like you're making the situation in that, yes. in that way. Um, again, that is not to diminish any mental health situations of people who are not, not this straight white men. And this is not to make this a, well, what about the men's situation? But it is to acknowledge that as someone who is only one of those categories, that is white, um, mm-hmm. like it's, it is an important thing. And we do see that leading to a lot of toxic, violent behavior as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, all of that like toxic behavior, violent behavior Mike was engaging in yes. was, I would say, seems to be related to his, depression and mental health mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. um but yeah it i'm hoping that they continue to follow through with byron's storyline yeah. of doing the right thing i do too i really do. yeah like is it weird that i got really nervous um <laughs> uh, seeing that this is the uh route they're taking uh and being like, I am not confident that Pretty Little Liars is the show that will handle this correctly. 
I don't think that's wrong at all. Okay, because I'm not going to lie. I am nervous. Especially <laughs> with one this. of the Montgomery's. <laughs> <laughs> like, to be fair, replace Aria with Mike and I'm a much happier person. <laughs> oh, Lord. Because <laughs> he has a personality. That's a valid statement. <laughs> like, um, Aria is just there. Yeah. Well, she's downstairs, actually. Who is she talking to? Jason, who happens to be in the kitchen. Oh my and gosh. he says he's there to share a card from a youth center uh, saying this is a place that might be able to help Mike. And Arya's like, yeah, I'm a little concerned about him. And Jason puts his hand on her shoulder and she's like, oh, but actually I have to study for a test. And he's like, oh, but I thought you had a project to work on. She goes, and test. It's a really busy day on Monday. <laughs> um, and Jason's yes. like, but you just put your textbooks away. She's like, and I have an essay to write. <laughs> but it's like, okay, we get, he, he's like, okay, I get it. You don't want me here. But like, Arya, he literally came over either to flirt with you or to genuinely help your brother. And mm -hmm. you're just like, I can't be in the same room as you because I want to take off my clothes. Like, how self-centered are you? I'm not going to sit here and pretend like that man did not touch his child. <laughs> Yes, and given the situation, I could understand it being an innocuous, like, I'm here to support you. No, I don't trust Jason. <laughs> I don't trust him, but I'm giving benefit of the doubt here mm. because he has not acted on anything. Fair enough. Like, we've seen flirty vibes, but again, kind of like the flashbacks, mm -hmm. how you're like, oh, this is through the lens of the character where they are now. Yes. I can see the Jason flirting stuff through the lens of Arya thinks he's flirting and he's just trying to be supportive. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, and he might just be like a little bit of a flirty. We haven't seen him act on anything. Like some, like some people are just naturally flirty people. Like he's not uh, innocent. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not a fan, but in Chris. this scene, I'm like, he's saying he came to help uh, Mike. And given the fact that he has started volunteering at the school to help with kids who are getting in trouble, that he's mm -hmm. getting like all of his behavior across all of town is matching up. Okay. Which is I why I want to give him benefit of the doubt. I think that's fair of you. Understood. But like, I also am like, I don't trust you. <laughs> There's something so, off about that guy. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> so well, first we got to go to a park. Yeah. Who's at the park? Caleb. Yeah, he was supposed to get pizza like hours ago. <laughs> and Hannah's like, where's the pizza? I went looking for you because there was no pizza. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes, girl, get your pizza. Get your priority straight. I love it. Keep it up. Um, and Hannah, and he's like, well, I'm nervous about my mom and I keep, I'm basically having a panic attack. Yeah, about whether yeah, yeah. or not I should meet her. Yeah, he's stressing out about this. And this is this is weighing heavily on this kid. Which is understandable. 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 Like 100%. <laughs> like sometimes you just need to be alone to uh, process things. Which... Yeah, and Hannah's like, why don't you at least call her? Mm -hmm. Find out what's going on. If the absolute worst happens, it was a phone call. You never have to call her again. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, Caleb's got a mom. 
Um, both options are better than what you're currently doing, she says. Right. Like, no? right now, you don't have any pizza. You're alone in a park. <laughs> and you're not feeling good. Mm-hmm. We could change all of those things. I love this. I, I, I like this. I like this. Let me tell you, like, I use that tactic when babysitting. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm like, okay, so right now, you're throwing a t- temper tantrum. Yes. You kicked your brother in the head. Uh, you didn't eat any of your dinner. And mm-hmm. you're not going to get ice cream because, A, you kicked your brother in the head, and B, you haven't eaten your dinner. Yes. So we can do something to fix all of these things. Mm-hmm. Or you can be in your room alone all night and still feel like crap. You have 60 seconds to decide what you want to do. Oh, that's, that's not a lot of time. <laughs> I got to Will you it. say, I'm sorry to your brother because you kicked him in the head? Will you agree to eat six bites of mac and cheese because you're six years old? Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you can have the ice cream. Or you can choose to do none of those things or just one of those things and you go to your room for the rest of the night. That's the answer. And that's mm-hmm. basically what Hannah does to Caleb. That, yes. Fair <laughs> and it works. Let me tell you, it works. It, it, it worked in the show too. <laughs> it's like, what is the easiest common denominator? What is one step you can take right now to make the situation better? And, she, and Caleb's like, I can call my mom. And she's like, great. So why don't you want to do that? He goes, because I'm worried. And she's like, well, what's the best thing that happens if you call your mom? He's like, we could have a relationship again. She's like, great. What's the worst thing that could happen? And he's like, we could never talk again. She's like, well, you didn't talk to her before either. So <laughs> I guess well, because like 10 11 episodes ago, right? He was like about to hop on a bus to find her in Arizona. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Like he doesn't know who she is. And now that it's a real possibility that he could have her in his life. Like, I get why all those emotions are coming up. Like it's I'm 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 not saying it's invalid. Right, it's just, it's funny. It's a ha-ha. It's like ha-ha, but not ha-ha, you know? Yeah. Not like a ha-ha, belly ha-ha. <laughs> not funny, ha-ha. <laughs> funny, <laughs> um, so, while What's he's that? trying to run to his mom, Spencer's trying to run his, her mom out to Philadelphia to be with Melissa. Hmm. Uh, and that's because she wants to make a beeline for Jason's shed and figure out what's in there. Mm-hmm. Why does she want to know what's in there so bad? Because um, Jason locked the door once. Oh. <laughs> She's like a cat. If I lock my bathroom door, Vinny's like, what if you fall in? What's going on in there? I want to know. And it's like, <laughs> I'm just peeing. Like, <laughs> give me my space. Um, and Spencer's like, uh-uh, no, I need to know right now. What's in there? What's in there? So yeah, like a cat whose owner has gone to the bathroom, mm-hmm. uh, Spencer <laughs> just barges right through that, that shed door because Jason's not home and Emily's with her. So what's the worst that could happen? Wait, pause. I, I remember. I, I had a gripe with this man earlier, but I was too busy on talking about Spencer no Snoopy. Um. Don't, don't, How- don't, don't, Snoopy like that. <laughs> Fair, valid. You made a point. Um, however, how the hell are you going to have this very secret shed that like no one is allowed to go in, but put the key on top of the door? <laughs> I also thought about that, and I was like, you know, I'm going to let it go. If AJ's not bothered, I'm not bothered. 
I know I was bothered. <laughs> I just forgot I was bothered. <laughs> yeah. So super top secret. There's no fucking lock, like padlock <laughs> or anything. There's no like eye scanner. Like this no. man is rich. You're telling me he doesn't have like a what are they called when you the ring doorbell on his little yeah a ring yeah. Like, come on, Jason. I get it. It's 2011 or whatever, 2010, but like, still. Listen, if A can do miraculous things, you can properly lock a door. Especially if you <laughs> think you're part of the A team, which this is evidence maybe he's not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to read too much into it, but like, yes. Homeboy don't know his shit. He really does not. He's still oh. acting like that little boy who likes to get high and bully his sister. And homie G, the game has changed. Keep up. Keep up. <laughs> I would like the listeners to know that Vinny, that Tony found a fortune cookie, left half of it in the wrapper. Vinny came over, was sharing that half, mm-hmm. then found the half in the wrapper. And he took the whole thing in his mouth, <laughs> chomped down on it, the fortune fell out, and he's now just snacking away. And it is so cute. Oh, that's adorable. I also don't know when I got this fortune cookie, so... It could be, like, stale. No, I can hear the crunch. It, it sounds good. Okay, good, good, good. Also, like, I wouldn't care if he was eating a stale cookie. I'm not eating it. <laughs> Listen, Fair. homeboy gets 20 years on this earth if he is lucky. Let him enjoy it. Let him have fun. Let him live his life. It's a cookie. It's not bad for him. <laughs> There's no chocolate. There's no garlic. He could survive. Let the man enjoy it. Let, let the cats have a cookie. Let the cats live. <laughs> Let cats live. Well, Let... speaking of these girls <laughs> acting like Snoopy little cats, not Snoopy. <laughs> they go into the shed, and it turns out that it's his dark room for his photography. So um, is what? Jason a photographer? That's a great question. Like, I've heard several traits of him, and photography is not one of them. I've heard creep. Yeah, that, I've heard that one a lot. I've heard Snoop. Um, I've heard man interested in helping young young men who are otherwise troublemakers. That that's the narrative he's pushing. But I've heard <laughs> all these things. Mm-hmm. I've not heard photographer. Never, not once, and nothing would suggest he is. But like here, we have a whole ass dark room. A whole ass dark room with lots of pictures of you guessed it, Arya, and like J- also Jay, like, when I tell you I didn't even guess that at the time, I was like. Oh, this proves that he killed um Allie. And I was like, Arya, <laughs> what? Yeah, like, well, like, because some of these pictures are like of her whole face, right? Or like, there are pictures of her. Well, this like, was back when we were always seeing like a lip or um an eye and stuff like right. that. Right, but like I was gonna say, and then other ones are like ones of like just like her lips, her eyes, her nose, and it's like, what are you trying to do with these? Like, yeah, what? It was very insane. Like, in no. There's no reason to have pictures like that. None. Zero. Not at all. Um, unless you are like, what's that what's that book that was turned into a movie with Stanley Tucci and Sorcerer Ronan? Oh, I was about to say something, but I know that's not correct. Well, is that not helpful? No, because I was going to say the left pie, and I was like, that's not right. It is a movie called The Lovely Bones. Oh, fair enough. Have you ever seen The Lovely Bones? I have not seen The Lovely Bones. Well, spoiler alert, it's about a man who 
is interested in children. Okay. Lures them somewhere into a bunker. Um, does what he would like and then kills them. And um, he had pictures like this of some of the children. Oh, that's not okay. And I was like, oh my god. I and like you find all of that out in like the first like couple chapters of the book slash the first like part of the like part of the movie like that's not a that's the plot that's the general plot that you find on the back of the cover the back of the book so like I didn't spoil like details of the book Mm -hmm. but oh like I was like Jason this is like killer behavior oh it was killer I was like stalker behavior this is not okay yeah, like killer, like stalker who's going to be a killer. Like not just yeah. like stalker. Yes, I agree. Um like I was deeply uncomfortable. I was like girls got out of there. And the girls, they are also everything we just said is going through their heads. Yes. Um, but they hear someone approaching, uh, and they leave as fast as they can, but Emily drops her flashlight and Jason ends up finding it. Oh no, Nino, Nino. And we cut to Hannah and Caleb. Because mm-hmm. we this can't continue things where they were. Um, so Caleb returns to Hannah's house and he talks yes. with her about the conversation he had with his mother. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the conversation didn't just go well. It went really well. I'm happy for her. Um, so Claudia yes. invited Caleb out to California for a reunion. Oh. And wants him to fly out that night. That's hasty. <laughs> First of all, the sun's already down. How late are flights going out of Philadelphia? Great question. Probably uh, not too late. And also, isn't that a little sudden? Like, like I'm, I'm gonna be blunt with you, Jay. Uh, that was, besides the fact that this was adorable, and I want this man to um, reunite with his mom, and I want him to have a happy life. Uh. That was like that would be like a red flag to me. I'm like, this is quick. This is fast. <laughs> yeah. Like I wanted this to be a good thing, but the entire time I was like, no, obviously something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you've seen Lost. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yes. I got John Locke vibes with his dad. Oh, I don't like John Locke. We will talk about that later. <laughs> but, like, you know the situation with John Locke's dad? Wait, what happened with his dad? Oh, you don't want, I don't want to spoil this on this podcast. I've seen the finale. Oh, 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 for the people. Okay, I'm going to pause. I'm going to tell you, and when we come back, Perfect. you're going to give me your reaction. Yes, I'm back. We're back. So, yes, it reminds me of John Locke and his dad. Ooh, that's, you know ooh, that's what this is? <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's not okay. It's <laughs> a out tonight. Come stay with me and these two children that I have that are your steps, your half siblings that you've never met in this rich ass neighborhood, no. despite the fact that you grew up with nothing. Yes. Something feels wrong here. There's, there's, something, there's something off about this. But the music and like the tone of it all, we're supposed to take this as like, wow, this is so sweet, which like, like I get it, it is, but like the adult in me. Yeah. Like, do not get on a flight. <laughs> like, yes, yes, the adult in me is like, you know what? This is problematic. I would not do this. 
comma, but the optimist in me. It's like, ugh, reunite also, with your mama. Doesn't your foster mom have to sign off on papers? We don't trust her. Is, is, I know, but like, there has to be some accountability for this boy traveling alone, this minor traveling alone to meet his alleged stepmother. Like, there's a or his alleged real mother. There's a reason why they're not together and... Correct. That's the other thing. Is like you're in foster care, which ultimately is intended to reunite families at the end yes. of the process. Correct. But she has not indicated that she is like no one else outside of that situation has indicated that she is in a point where reunification is a smart idea. Yes. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so, like, all of this makes me not want it to be a good idea. <laughs> so badly but i'm like caleb if you hop on that flight your ass is grounded (laughs) (laughs) like you can't just hop on a plane because someone bought you a ticket i mean i can because i'm a grown adult (laughs) (laughs) this boy is 16 maybe maybe and it's not his fault for wanting to reunite with his mother this is all he wanted for the last longest and like i totally get it that he wants to be reunited with her. But like, again, no third party has been like, this is a good idea. Your mother isn't a good place to be reunited with you. No, a third party was like, this is a good idea. Her name was Hannah. Oh, and don't forget the private investigator who was hired by his mother. (laughs) Correct. The private investigator didn't say that they should meet. So not a single adult was like, yeah, we should, you should do this. <laughs> right. And I, I just want to, like, yeah. you said that this turned you around on Caleb, and I want to know more. Huh? You said this episode turned you around on Caleb, I want to know more. Like, here, here's the thing, right? And I told you, I usually have a physical reaction when I see Caleb. But like when watching him, maybe it was just the time I was watching Wait, it, and I was like, in the... "Go, okay." Is this physical, re- <laughs> Is this physical reaction worse, better, or equivalent to my reaction to seeing Willem Dafoe? <laughs> I'll say about equivalent. about equivalent. Is it the character or the actor? I haven't seen this kid in anything else. Like maybe. He- is it just the way he looks, or is there something about Caleb? I think it's something about Caleb. Okay, because for me, it's Willem Dafoe in any role. See, here's the thing, right? Um, this is the only thing I've seen him in. Like, He was also I, in I The mean, Fosters, I think. Did not watch The Fosters. Okay. I, either that or I made it up because Fosters, and there's another kid with long hair. You know, it's not And they're both an ABC family. I, I did make a statement that, like, uh, while he's sitting on his swing, I thought he was really Wonka for a second. Thought he was Willy Wonka. I thought he was Willy Wonka. I was like, <laughs> none of that makes sense. It made perfect sense to me. I need more explanation. Like, like, um, the the way his head is like that bowl shape on uh, head. The, it was like an extremely <laughs> a bowl shaped head. Yeah, the bowl shaped head. Do you mean the hair? Yeah, the hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm getting off this topic. Why would Willy Wonka be on a swing with Hannah? Honestly, we would like to be near kids. 
you have brought up points. <laughs> I thought you meant Timothy Chalamet because <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is set to play Willy Wonka. Ah, no. And I was like, this boy looks nothing like Timothy Chalamet. He, he does not look like anything like Timothy Chalamet. Anyway, why are we liking Caleb now? So we're out on Toby and up on Caleb? I'll be damned. <laughs> Like, why are, like, give me more. I cut you off. I'm so sorry. No, it's just um this whole situation um that he's in. Like, he's been, like, this um outcast, um nothing going right uh, street kid. And that was, like, a situation where things could turn around for him. And he's, like, so cautious about this. Like, he's like, this cannot be real. Like, I, this does not happen. This don't normally happen. Like, this is supposed to be, like, a pipe dream. And this could actually be happening for me. And I'm like, Oh my god, that's so relatable. That's such a, a vibe and energy, and I am rooting for you um, for stop in this moment. <laughs> and like, he's actually acting like a kid. Like truly, truly, he's acting like, <laughs> like he's not like okay. Jay. He's not acting like this um young cyberpunk who was like with this um group of bad folks back in Arizona. Right, um, like he hundred percent made that story up for Hannah, right? Like one hundred, one hundred. Because like, there's no way that he did both of those things. Correct. And like. He's downloading ringtones for people. He's not stealing cars. <laughs> I, He's not forgiving people student loans. He's not. Caleb, if you were real. Yo, you can do some real good. All I'm saying is your country needs you. <laughs> now more than ever. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> you got till June 30th. Let's go. Let's get it. Come on. Hurry up. I don't like. <laughs> so I'm like I find it so interesting the points at which you start cheering for people. What do you mean? <laughs> because we knew that Caleb was an underdog before now. Yeah. But that wasn't enough. Correct. <laughs> there he has to be like an underdog with a little bit of hope but a lot of stuff that's gonna go wrong. Yes. Like Toby was, but now that things are okay for Toby, I'm out. <laughs> Once things start to get stable and boring, AJ's like, mm-mm, couldn't be me. Listen, a stable relationship could be me. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I just, yeah. <laughs> um. So Hannah is really sad because. After waiting for 12 years, Caleb's like, I don't want to wait anymore. Like, this is my chance. And Hannah's like, mm -hmm. you're leaving me, but I'm happy for you. And Caleb's like, I'm not leaving you. I have oh, something it, really important to get back to here. Yes. And he means her. Yes. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, this is like what I expect from Veronica Mars. Not what I expect from Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> I was like a little touched. I was like, this is like very romantic. I was too. I was like all for it. Like, let me tell you how for it I was, right? Like, like um, in like 30, 60 seconds, Hannah tells him, I love you. And I was like, say it back, Caleb. Come on. You got to say it. And he does. <laughs> and he did it. <laughs> and then Caleb goes to the airport and she closes the door and she's crying. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> the missed emotion. She's happy, but she's crying. Because she's losing her boo. And I'm like, oh, Hannah, I understand. She's not losing her boo because he's going to come back for her. He's coming back. But, but she's you, still going to be. 
But huh? you, you know, they said, he said he's coming back, which means he's not. He's not coming back. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I saw what they did to Maya. <laughs> She's a ghost. <laughs> Different. Fair enough. <laughs> we need t-shirts that say Maya's a ghost. <laughs> Felipe, get on that. I, I love Please. it. Maya's a ghost. <laughs> Poor Bianca <laughs> Listen, Beyonce's half sister is living her best life, I'm sure. Listen, she's been playing teenagers since like 1990. <laughs> okay. That's insane. That's I know. Insane. Like, she's beautiful. Anyway. Yes. Um so while walking outside, Arya stopped by Jason, and Jason's like, Someone broke into my shed. And Arya's like, well, Mike's been in bed all day, so it's not. And she's like, no, it's, I know it wasn't Mike. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of awkward there. And yeah. we cut to Jenna and Garrett, who are watching them from Garrett's car. And Jenna's like, tell me what's going on. Like, I literally can't see. And he's like, legit, nothing. Nothing is actually happening. <laughs> They're just standing there. Yeah. And Jenna's like, and that frustrates her. Yeah. She's like, what like Jason could reveal all of our secrets if him and Arya ever hook up. And then Jason and then we cut back to Jason and Arya and he confesses that he cares about Arya and he tries to kiss her, which is now him acting on it, so I can't support him. Nope, um and Arya admits she's like, I have a boyfriend and she like runs away. That's disgusting. That's gross. I'm not okay. You're a grown ass man. Uh, That is a full blown child, sir. You do not do that. Uh, I saw your stalker stuff and I understand you might be called out soon. So you got to do what you want to do. But what you got to do is end up in jail. That's what you should do. And also, like, what if, like, he's like, someone broke into my into my shed and like obviously someone knows that he's like stalking Arya yeah imagine if someone had told her like here's the wild thing right here's the mess of thing because um I think there's like um, a couple coming back here and there of um Emma and Spencer they're like freaking out like trying to contact Arya trying to call her and stuff like that right just last episode y'all shot uh we was shoot Spencer's tech real quick being like she was about to pour everything out to Officer Gary and she was like don't just scare her. She's like, bet. <laughs> like, just shoot a quick test. Well, here's the thing. Hit it. Spencer about your phone. <laughs> Spencer is a nosy bitch who wants to be in the know at all times. Fair. Arya could care less as long as she's getting some. And Arya, you don't need to be getting up from these grown men. <laughs> we thought Spencer had it bad. <laughs> like, oh. But yeah, like, but what if, like, you know, like, from Jason's perspective, Arya might yeah. already know, and he's gonna yes. try to make out with her anyway. Like, Jason, what you doing? is not romantic. That's um, and also like disturbing. Like, your charges could be blown up if she knows at that point from from stalking to assault mm-hmm. of a minor. Yes. And so, like, let's think this through. But he doesn't because he's horny. Um, be like pause. Be horny for people your own age. 
That's all I ask. Melissa's single now. <laughs> She's the only woman of their of his age that we know of. Sure, fair, fine. Get out of Rosewood then. Listen, like... Melissa tried. <laughs> She's actually succeeding. She's in Philadelphia, which is better than what she was at one point. Oh, she has a whole ass child. Mm. Mm, she's going to have a whole ass child. Fair enough. It has not been nine months in this show yet. Oh, okay, so she has a partially ass child. No, she has a fetus. <laughs> Let's be clear with our terminology. No, there is no child inside of her. Just because she's given it a name. <laughs> I can name What's a pet it? rock. It does not mean that it's an actual pet. What was her name? It was something gender neutral. Taylor. Taylor. Ah, yes. And I know that because my con artist former roommate's name was Taylor. Yes, 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 yes. And I hate her. I hope she's <laughs> doing miserably. <laughs> I hope. I would say that she gets everything she deserves, but just in case there's a little bit of good she deserves, I hope she gets nothing good. <laughs> I said it. I almost said her full-ass legal name on this podcast, and I will not. But her name is Taylor. Taylor. Taylor! Taylor. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Meanwhile, while it's we're flashing between our characters, Hannah decides to pick up the phone and call her father. Pause. That was like a low-key minor plot line this entire episode that we did not touch. Um, His dad's been trying to get in touch with her. Um, and then his um fiance reached out one time for her to be a bridesmaid, which is like, whack. Well, I mean, I get it. But also, like, read the room. <laughs> exactly. Like, no. Like, if I, give her the invitation of the wedding. Sure. A bridesmaid? Stop. But, like, I better to try and include her than to not include her. Mm. Especially considering, to the best of our knowledge, she has no idea that Tom and Ashley were making out. Sure. Getting it on. Fair enough. And then we flash back to Spencer and Emily, who are panicking, trying to... Uh, to get in touch with Arya. Mm -hmm. um, but when they enter the dark room later to try and get the flashlight back, uh, it's the flashlight is standing on the floor in the center of the room, shining upward. So, like, clearly it has been placed. All the stuff is, is gone. Yes. Except for the flashlight. Clearly, Jason knows what they saw. Yes. And so in the last scene, uh, we see our black glove figure Mm. Uh, developing photographs in a different dark room, I assume. Mm -hmm. And as the photograph becomes clearer, it's shown that it's a picture of Emily and Spencer in Jason's dark room. So someone yes. took a picture of them in that dark room. Correct. So, that is the end of our episode. I'll like to say real quick. Uh, I don't think Jason did that. Uh, I do think um A for that um did that with the like flashlight and the shed being empty and stuff like that, because um Jason did make a um slick comment to Arya and I caught it. He was like, "Yeah, there's now a padlock on my um thingy, and so now no one um can get into my thing anymore." Um, but when they got there, there was no lock. The door was open. Interesting. And, yeah. So I think um A took that lock off and was like, "Girls, I got you." Hmm. So, yeah. on that note, who's Hi. A? 
Um, the person who's staying with Jason. And who is that? Um, Allison's sister. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you still think Allie has a sister? I think someone related to Allison. <laughs> okay. Re- related to Allison and Jason, or just related to Allison? Um, I'll see Allison and Jason. Okay, I just want—I just want to make things as clear as possible, you know. Fair. All right. So, who killed Allie? Um, Garrett Reynolds and Jenna. Last name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jenna Marshall. Jenna Marshall. <laughs> All right, we're still on that boat. Um, do you have a favorite? No, no. Pop, J- J- what part of this episode will make me? Uh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I was just oh. saying, like, I wasn't like, oh. trying to say you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, okay, we're still there. Like, I'm making a mental note so that when I go through and, like, track everything that I know, okay, we're still on the same train. Yes. I don't we're need still, to, like, yeah. well, it's not a commentary thing, right? on your commentary. Oh, here's the thing, right? Until they tell me what the Jason thing was, I'm just going to assume it was murder. <laughs> Listen. That's a fair assumption with this kid. <laughs> Who isn't a kid? Yes. Um, so of our A messages, we had the original blackmail, we had the Zoe needs your number, and we had TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. What's your favorite? TikTok. Oh. So it's not going to be the TikTok one. It'll be the first one. Um, I own you. Oh, pause. I don't like ownership of people. We're, we're not doing that. We're going to TikTok. <laughs> so AJ saved himself there from being <laughs> the butt of yet another joke. <laughs> AJ, you are not a butt this week. I'm glad. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're still a stinky fart. <laughs> He laughed, so it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Listen. Um, yeah, so on that note, next week's episode, season two, episode 10, is called We're on episode 10. Yeah. We're not even we're still not even halfway through the season, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it's called Touched by an Angel. Angel. And A is in quotation marks. Touched by an Angel. Mm-hmm. What is that about? Um, we're going to get another Allie flashback. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be about, but Allie, I, you mean? Th- what did I say? Ellie. I'm sorry. I'm just excited for the last of us. No, I just want uh, to make sure. <laughs> but no, yeah, Allie. Um, Allison, they learned it. We're going to get another one of those flashbacks. Uh, I think. Of course, Jason's um, nefarious uh, having pictures of Arya is going to come to Arya's light. Um, and, 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 and Arya's not going to believe it. Arya's going to be like, ah, you're making things up. Or maybe this was just a uh, plant and stuff. And it was like, no, it's Jason. It's like, yeah, you don't really know. Uh, because, because, because Arya liked that kiss. Ooh. Yeah, Arya liked it and was upset that she liked it. And she was like, no, I'm supposed to like Ezra. Um, and I'm like, no, you're supposed to like neither of them. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, AJ. Yes. 
if people want to send feedback to our show, they can send an email to two secrets pod at gmail.com. <laughs> but if people want to get in touch with you, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at the kid Norris. That's where I will tell you that any podcast that I'm currently on. And that's it. And you what can about find, you, Jay? You can find me on Twitter while it still exists to be determined at jmanji underscore. That's J-A-Y-M-A-N-J-I underscore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will be tweeting absolute nonsense, some politi- political things, and probably pictures of my cat. Yeah. All right. Well, AJ, next week we will be talking about Touched by an Angel. Excited. But until then, you are an angel of a friend. Thank to you. Me. I appreciate it. And an angel to our audience. And with that, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Got a secret, can you keep it? Swear this one you save. Better lock it in your pocket, taking this one to the grave. If I show you, then I know you won't tell what I said. Cause two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. <laughs>